this uh, eyebrow. The problem is that uh, we all go through times in our lives where there's pain and there's suffering. And we go through times in our lives where God has to get our attention, right?
consummation of all things when there's new heaven and new earth and there's no more suffering and there's no more sorrow, there's no more tears, there's no more pain. It's all done away with forever and ever and ever. And I don't know about you, but I long for that day when Jesus comes back and makes things right. Don't you? That's the story of God. Now what we're going to do is we're going to take a journey into this life of living in a broken, fallen world. And one of the realities of life is that we have to accept, accept the fact that we're all broken, fallen people. Don't you wish that you had the joy of the Lord all the time? Don't you wish you had the peace, you experienced the peace of the Lord all the time? Don't you wish life was free of all its troubles and difficulties? Don't you wish there was no conflict and no suffering and no pain? Don't you wish? Quite frankly, it's not that way. So here's what we're going to look at this morning. The key in our first session today is that in the midst of all of this falls, we are never alone. We have Christ. In the midst of our pain, in the midst of our uncertainties of life, our sorrows, in the midst of our fears, in the midst of our failures, there's a Savior who loves us immensely, and who views us as precious in His way, and who loves us beyond all measure. In the midst of all the fallenness of this world, we are not alone. We have Jesus. So we're going to look at that. Now, this afternoon, we're going to move into the whole subject of suffering. And we're going to talk about suffering because suffering is very real. We're going to talk about suffering this evening. <coughs> but I want us to look, and here's one of the things I'm going to say about suffering. We'll jump out on that. One of the things I'm going to say about suffering is this Christians are not exempt from it. The difference between a Christian and a non Christian is not that we are spared from suffering, we will suffer. The difference is we have Jesus. That's the difference. And he will take us through. We'll look at that tonight. Well, I want you to look at your notes on uh, lesson one there, which I think is on page three. Experiencing Christ's presence. All of us, uh, at one time or another, probably in our Christian lives, have learned this great verse of Galatians 2.20. And how many times have we gone back to it? And how many times have we been so thankful for it? The promises of this verse, I've been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who does what? Lives in me. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself for me. That, my friends, is hope. Right? I've been crucified with all those failures of my life, they're gone because Jesus took them to the cross. And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. Jonathan Edwards wrote a wonderful, wonderful treatise on religious affection, and I want to give you this quote out of it. 
So the saints are said to live by Christ living in them, Galatians 2.20. Now here's what I want you to follow carefully. Look. Christ by his spirit not only is in them, but lives in them. It's not only that we have Jesus, but Jesus is living in us.
received his love. To let him change me and to pour out my heart's devotion. You want to find a real place where your life can experience the presence of Jesus. It's in the quietness of those times of solitude that you have with him. And they are precious. But they're far between. Right? Isn't it hard? I've just been, I have a topic that I'm going to be speaking on coming up in a, in a few weeks uh, in Greenville. Uh, the subject of building margins in your life. I don't know much about that. I'm trying to read up on it now. But I do understand the importance of building those times of solitude, those times when you get away from the busyness, when you get away from all the hassle, and you slow down.
strengthened with all power. Here we go now. Follow this. Christ is living his life out in me. The love of Christ is that which is controlling me. And the power of Christ enables me. We can experience the very power of the resurrected Christ because he lives in us. And his presence strengthens us with all power, that unlimited power, that omnipotence that belongs to him. And it is that power of Christ that enables us to have, as is in this verse, endurance and patience with joy. Uh, when the struggles of life come, when the pain of life comes, when the disappointments of life come, and you're ready to throw your hands and quit, Jesus is in you. And Jesus will empower you and enable you to have endurance and patience with joy. Which is exactly what Paul meant when he wrote, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, there's no question in my mind that some of you in this room are facing insurmountable difficulties and struggles in your life. Are you here with us this morning? As Nancy Lee DeMoss said, <coughs> the storm may be there. It may be there, and it may not go away. But in the midst of it, I'm going to get into the eye, and I'm going to have endurance. Treasure in jars of clay. Isn't that a beautiful picture? Treasures in jars of clay to show what? The surpassing power <clears throat> belongs to God and not us. Whose power are we talking about here? It's not our power. It's not our resolve. It's not our strength. It's His. And it's in these wonderful little jars, clay, earthen jars. calamities. Oh, Lord, give me the ability to say 
present availability and sufficiency rests within each of us regardless of how overwhelming our circumstances may be with hope Jesus lives in us. Let me say that again. Christ's ever-present availability and sufficiency rests within each of us no matter how overwhelming our circumstances may be. Let me say it one more time. Christ There's a huge difference. 
to his living in me, controlling me with his love, empowering me so I have endurance and patience with joy. And there inside of me, his joy comes because I am not focusing on the circumstances to make me happy. I am looking at the Savior and I am basking in his glory and in his beauty. And I rest in that regardless of the circumstances. That's joy. It's delightening in his It's joy. But it's not only his joy, but it's also his peace. Peace I leave with you.
do His will. It is His presence that empowers us to fulfill the calling that He's placed upon our lives. And the ministry that God gives to us, whatever it may be, in a classroom, in a workplace, wherever it may be, our ministry has got to flow out of our relationship with Him. And when it does, we're clear about our calling and we're given the wisdom and the power to accomplish. Why? Because we have Jesus living in us. And we're never alone. Let me stop and see if there are any questions. Thank <laughs> you.